Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Heathen Weirdos Podcast. Today we are talking about self-care in your practice. I'm tired of episode numbers, so keep up. I'm Kenna. My pronouns are she, her. I'm Theo. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm Sif. My pronouns are she, her. Cool, cool, cool. So, what's self-care? Question mark. Do you guys want to answer that, or do you want the Google definition? Uh, let's start um, with the Google definition. Yeah, I'm intrigued. <laughs> the Google definition is that self-care is taking an active role in protecting one's health, well-being, and happiness. I mean, that makes sense. Tiff, do you have thoughts? Yeah, yeah no, that feels good. Those are my thoughts. Those are good. Being kind so, to yourself. Yes. yes. The The problem that I have with it contributes to the idea that self-care is all bath bombs and lavender room sprays, which is I mean, not a, an accurate representation of self-care. It's a part of it. It's a really big yeah. and important part of it. That's not all of it. We're going to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, I was going to say, because like that's part of it, but also like acknowledging your personal limits and being okay with having personal limits, I feel, is a bigger part of yeah. it. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Taking care of your skin, being adorable and all that, but it can also be really hard and require speaking with a therapist sometimes. That's okay. Also, another important part of self-care, and I know I say this all the time, but it's actually really important. You should have boundaries with people and you should actually uphold those boundaries. It's hard. It's hard. It's something I had to learn to do. Like, I'm still not like amazing and the best at it or anything, but like boundaries are important. Also having conversations that are unpleasant with people being like, hey, it hurts my feelings when you call me um, a bitch because of this reason. And if someone's like, oh, well, you're just being ridiculous. It's like, you could call me this, this or that, but please don't call me a bitch. And if they're like, yeah, like, and if they're like, oh, I refuse to comply, like, then that's up to you to decide what you're going to do. But like most people, I feel would be like, oh, that makes sense. I'm sorry that. Like, you know, like, I, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings, but I will do my best going forward to um, respect your boundaries. Or at least they should. Anyways. That's my tangent. Actually, I like, I like starting this with boundaries. Boundaries are one of the most important things that you need in practice and sense of self before you start meeting people in person. Oh, yeah. Like... If you go to an event and someone's like, you need to oath to me to be here. I know I say that a lot. You need to oath to me to be here. And, and if you're not like, okay, that's chill. Like, that's a boundary. <laughs> like, that's a boundary. Like, no, I'm not going to oath to you. Like, that seems, that seems, uh, seems like a big ask. Anyways. Yeah, and also, uh, one of the things we talk about a lot in the wider pagan community is the idea that boundaries are well. Which is scary for some people, but very necessary. Oh yeah, like, don't ever be afraid to set a boundary with a deity. I don't know of any deity that would not listen to a boundary. Like, they might question you. I use that phrasing very loosely. They might question you, but like, if you uh, explain yourself, like, it should be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Woo. (laughs) we're really going I'm just thinking really hard on the boundaries thing because I didn't have that on the outline 
until Theo said it out loud. <laughs> and it really should like, have been the first thing. It really should I have. Like, I feel like I talk to people about boundaries at least every once a day. Good, like, as you should. I mean, it's, I mean I'm, not, I'm not talking like my personal boundaries. I'm talking about like boundaries in general and like why you should have them and actually enforce them and how to figure out where your boundaries actually are. Because it's valid to take a while to figure out where your boundaries are and why. Sometimes you have to parse through all that, those thoughts. Yeah. The other important thing about boundaries as human people and in practice is that it's important to write something. Connect again? No, I didn't. Okay. Oh, internet dear, please be good to Kenna's internet. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for your, this. Your last point kind of died out. Okay. The point was that boundaries are really important for other people. You can have to be able to listen to your own boundaries. So if, for instance, yes. it's a full moon and you feel like a bad witch for not doing anything, but you don't have the spoons, recognizing that that's a boundary that you have to apply to yourself and then listening to that boundary is just as important for your overall mental well-being. Yeah, I mean, it is not selfish to fill your own cup before filling other cups or, like, you know, doing other things. Because if if you aren't in a position to be a functional human being because you overdid it, that's not helping anyone. Inclu especially yourself, but, like, that's not helping anyone at all. So, like, taking care of yourself and making sure that you can be functional and, like, not be, like, everything is too much forever and always, thank you. Yeah, and especially Millie? in a religious context, Millie has thoughts. Get, if you want Millie in my lap, thoughts. jump in my fucking lap, dog. Come here. I love you. Get, thank you. Come on, See? Millie, do that self-care. That wasn't hard, now was it? So, in the context <laughs> of, in the context of faith... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. important to remember. Leo, you know, you're mm. banned. We kind of do have to remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't make me mute you. <laughs> Please go ahead. Get up. I don't know if I can. Every time I say words, Millie has thoughts oh, I can make. Filling up, filling up the. <laughs> got a mead horn. That's... You like to. <laughs> Filling up your own meat horn. Oh, I hate it. No, that's really good. Remember to fill your God. own meat horn first. Why is that gonna be a shirt now? Oh, yeah. No, that's going on merch. That's great. Self-care is filling up your own meat horn. Oh, yeah. That's good. Okay, the point I'm trying to get to is that the gods want us to be okay. They like us when we like ourselves, and they like us when we're at our best, right? Right? Because they care about us. Yes. Yes. And therefore, we're going to take care of ourselves because we know it's important. It's so important, in fact, that divine beings think it's important. So maybe let's do that, is kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Millie just burped in my face, so we're going to think <laughs> she, she agrees. Thank you, Millie. Thank you that okay honorary weirdo how do you guys incorporate self-care into your practice do you do you even do it do you need to start Hannah, why are you gonna call me out like this 
<laughs> I am not sorry about it. Um, I'd say I... Ow, Millie, for the love of God. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, I would say I do practice self-care, mostly in the form of boundaries, or, like, just, just being really upfront. Like, being like, hey, it's been a rough day, but... I'm going to leave you this cookie as an offering, okay? Like, later, <laughs> when I'm not having a rough time, like, I will make some bread and give you some, like, homemade challah bread or something like that. I like to make challah bread a lot because it's delicious. So, yeah, something like that where it's like, I'll make you, I'll make you a little thing that's a little more special later. Um, not that there's anything wrong with just leaving a cookie. But, like, basically being, or even being, like, hey, I literally, like, I just got home from work. I need to sit on this couch and pumpkin. Pumpkin? Okay. Yeah. Or potatoing. Yeah, I, I, I like that meme of, you know, le let the potato rest for five minutes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Self-care. <laughs> Self-care for me this is... This is a serious episode. Can we keep it? It's not. <laughs> Do you know us, Kenna? Together. Hey, I kicked I kicked the cat out of this room, okay? Like like this is progress for me, okay? Okay. This is the boundary Sif, setting. Sif, what does self-care look like in your practice? Self-care for me, I'll go for me first and then kind of expand it out to, to praxis, is playing the Xbox, doing art, blasting loud music. Um, and luckily, quite, some of those actually tie into my praxis anyway. Ooh. Doing arts is a big part of devotional acts for me. So I have the benefit of being able to do self-care and devotional acts at the same time. And I also spend basically, when I'm not at work, most of my time in the same room as my altar. You know, my art stuff next to my altar and you know the Xboxes as well. So it's very much a part of my day-to-day -day life anyway. So even if I'm not actively engaging with uh, you know offerings or whatnot it's still very much in my mind you know in the same room that I am in and obviously a big part of what I'm trying to work on at the moment is recognizing that obviously I need to take care of myself and also recognizing taking breaks is okay um it's obviously that's a big one of oh I'm, I think about I think it must have been like a month ago that my last ritual and I think it's... it was just uh, some water and I think some rum and something to hell and also realizing that you know that's obviously okay that's valid and I've had COVID for the last two weeks so that that was a break my entire life slowed to a standstill um, and realizing that oh crap I've you know I'm normally very busy in my day-to-day -day life and now I've got to actually take some time for myself to sit down and stop doing stuff um, which is very difficult for me. But yeah, it's a case of now that I'm kind of coming out the other side of it, realizing that I can start picking up the pace again, but also realizing that the pace that I was doing a month or so ago was basically going to lead me to burnout. And obviously that's not great when it comes to my praxis. But on the flip side as well, another case in point is, for instance, I find that this podcast in a way is almost like a devotional act because I'm helping others in heathenry and paganism in general and some of the extracurricular stuff as well that I feel is 
if not directly part of kind of like my praxis, a bit like running alongside parallel. And, you know, a lot of the research that I do for the podcast is reading up on the law and stuff. So it's all feeding into each other and helping each other. And there's a lot of mm-hmm. realizing all of that and coming to terms with all of that. Yeah, I mean, that's very fair. Some of my personal self-care is... So I'm I'm generally a pretty active person. Like, I try to exercise routinely. But also, um, besides that, I usually walk seven miles a day or so. Doing them. Uh, I mean, between... Like, I walk to and from work, and it's like a... Like, oh, yeah. Like, 1.2 miles. Um, but I also have dogs. Mm-hmm. So, like... I have to walk them and so a lot of my self-care is actually um my dog walks because one it's it's fun to let them explore and like watch them explore but also uh, like and I always like I, I had forgotten this winter I live in Iowa so um it gets real cold and it stays real cold for a while like this winter I think it was below zero for over a month Ugh. And, like, it's, I have a corgi and a Pomeranian that's too cold for them to go on a long walk. Um, even with their little jackets. Um, but, like, I kind of, like, forgotten and was like, God, why is my mental health kind of shitty right now? And then I, it started to warm up more, um, and started going on longer walks and was like, oh, Yeah. Mental health, mental health walks are <laughs> valid and, and important for me. Um, so yeah, yeah, like yeah, taking care of my dogs, going on dog walks, um, making sure I take. So like my my feet, I was a ballerina for fourteen years, so my feet are kind of messed up. Making sure I have quality shoes so my feet don't hurt is a form of self care. Also making sure I take like hot baths or at least a hot foot soak to help my feet so I'm not in pain and stuff like that. Like that to me and also like, you know, seeing friends, blah, blah, blah. I'm one of those people that is energized by social outlets. Um, So (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, I'm very much an ambivert, honestly. Like I still need periods of time by myself. Um, But yeah, so like those are my major self cares beyond also making sure that like I do my meal preps and stuff so that I have food to eat that's readily available. Yeah, that does help. Yeah. It does. Yeah. What about you, Kenna? I ooh, I have thoughts. Cause the <laughs> I literal intro to paganism, the first thing that I ever like it wasn't an oath to Freya that I was always gonna, like, wash my face, really, or whatever. Really early on, that Freya being the goddess of, like, literally sex, love, and rock and roll, I was gonna fuck with that. I was so into that. So I decided that the time I spend, any time I spend on my appearance, doing makeup, uh, skincare, washing my face, a little while I did it with showers, too, that's kind of faded because the time I have to take whole showers has crunched a little bit. But, uh, mm. I do it also with hair. Hair is mm, a mess. I've bleached as long as I have been allowed to buy bleach at the store. So she's a wreck, too. So I take <laughs> time, and 
I'm not always the best at it, but I try really hard to do it without distraction. So I, like, try to put my phone away and do my makeup in the morning and, like, put thought and effort and, like, reflection into it. I have my mini altar to Freya mm -hmm. on my vanity for that reason. Because I want her influence forming why I do it. And it has led me down some really intense thought rabbit holes, like halfway through eyeliner. I'm like, why do I even feel like I need to do this to go to the store? Like, we're halfway done. I'm not going to, like, take it all off. But why is this necessary? Is it really? Is it for me or is it for society? And I end up in those really deep, like, thought rabbit holes. But that's kind of a part of self-care. Why you feel like these things are required. If they really are required. Making sure you're doing it for you and not for others. So that's been a really important use of my practice. <laughs> uh, ooh, come on, brain. The other thing I do, I started out trying to do tools and offerings and really quick that that didn't feel good. <laughs> I felt like I was failure. I felt like I was not doing enough. So one of the biggest acts of self-care in my practice is allowing myself to not do things on it. For me, it won't work for everybody. Some people need a schedule and that's valid. I don't. I hate being told what to do. Even when I'm the one telling me what to do. So I genuinely just have to let myself decide when it feels right to do a thing. And that's cool. Took me a couple months to realize that, but that's what makes me feel the best in my practice, and that's a part of self-care. On brain. Think of things. Um, so I talked a little bit about devotional acts and how I div my physical self-care, my skincare, my act. Is that something that pulled into your practice as well? Um, I mean, I, yeah. when I'm cooking, I devote that time to Andremnir. I mean, and I, I, I call cooking self-care. I really love to cook. And also, like, you know, I get to play with knives and fire, and then I get a snack at the end. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, that's valid. I mean, perfect. 100%. Preparing meals is self-care because you need food to live. That's valid. Yeah. I think when I get back into my weight training properly, I'll restart doing those dedication uh, yeah devotional sessions to thor um so that's very much a self-care thing i think i guess it all stems from the one sif piece that i did i do associate sif with like mental health sort of stuff upg a lot so my art feels very much connected to sif in that regard so yeah i also say that would be one as well i think since you mentioned uh training and lifting that's something i see a lot pop up a lot especially when it comes to dedicationals and devotionals to thor and i think mm -hmm. that that doesn't get spoken about as self-care but in a lot of ways it kind of is yeah especially when i it's been a while since i did a full gym session because i was a gym bunny before the pandemic um but they it is almost like a you almost get into like meditative meditative zone when you're kind right. of so yeah i would say it's very relaxing when you get to a certain point of you know doing deadlifts <laughs> and getting into that mindset and you've got that focus and you're just like i'm gonna do this so yeah i also found that that was quite a seamless way of interact like putting my praxis and self-care together have we defined praxis yet mm. <laughs> i don't know no might as well do it again because no. odds are no praxis is how you practice your religion, faith, belief on a day-to-day -day or whatnot time spectrum. It's how your religious beliefs actualize. Yeah, it's what you actually do, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. So, for instance, as we've discussed, you know, my praxis for hell, for instance, is very much around respecting the dead, you know, visiting graveyards, making sure they're okay, being a support pillar for those that are grieving, also <laughs> offering X, Y, Z uh, on a somewhat regular basis. Um, that's my praxis. To hell specifically, and in a broader sense, as a heathen, I have loads of other stuff, but that's an example. <laughs> Oh, that's good. I think that helps make sense of practice versus praxis. Yeah. Even though they sound way too similar when I'm talking. I mean, praxis. they do. It's it's fine. It's fun. It's like, it's my accent mixing up look and look. Oh god, I can't okay. even tell the difference between those. What? <laughs> it's like, if you're, it's, it's the Midlands accent in me that is, can't differentiate, like, having good look and looking over there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. This is fine. Yeah. Doing so Have good. Have fun with this. Otherwise, you gotta kind of gotta do look. Good l luck. And I'm looking. No, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Not happening. The dogs have realized that we have neighbors ag oh. again. They <laughs> forget. Look at them go. Okay. Where are we at? Yeah, you. Uh, praxis definition, and then I can't remember what we were discussing before that. <laughs> self care, <laughs> self care, which is the title of this entire episode. Yeah, okay. yes, we're doing so good. We are. Yeah, I'm proud of us. So, what about when we've we've done the things? We understand self care. We understand boundaries. What about that weird dissonant feeling where you recognize that in order to care for yourself best, you need to step away from your practice for a little bit? What then? I've done it before. Yeah. Do you say that's I mean, valid, Theo? Yes. I would too. That's a good answer. If you ever do your self-reflection and understand that you need to take a break in order to care for yourself best, that is valid. We don't talk about it in terms of self-care very much. Harm reduction is often talked about in terms of things like uh, blood oathing and stuff. Yeah. But it's also really like, important, especially for those of us who do health, or remember that harm reduction includes our mental and emotional health. And sometimes that's going to mean taking a break. Okay. Yes. Um, I mean, honestly, I feel like in the forms of taking, meaning of taking a break, like, I feel like time is a lot more important to humans than deities. I would 100% agree with that. What are, what are, let's just balls to the wall here. What are a couple of years to a deity that can't die? Like, even if you took a break for a few years, if you really needed that, which is totally valid, and it happens. I took a break for a few years when I was younger. Like, I took a break from, like, the age of, like, 23 to 26. Something like that. That worked out for you, Theo. It was fine, it was fine. right? Fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, the way that I always imagine it is like, oh, I'm back, and then whatever God you're talking to is like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh, you left? <laughs> oh, you were gone? It's like, oh shit! It's like, yeah, I was gone for three years. Like, oh, oh okay. well, okay. Three years. It's like, uh, like oh, God, time. Just a second ago. <laughs> what was that noise, Millie? She's agreeing with her snorts. Yes. Snorts are self-care. 
you know, scritch my tub. Okay. Anywho, so yes, um, no, they the deities didn't care. Um, it was fine. It's totally fine. Take a break. Take it if you need it. Especially if you're having some kind of mental health crisis. Like, I know there are definitely people that work through things like that better with deities, and that's totally chill. I'm not one of those people. And that's also totally chill. So do what works right. best for you. Take care of yourself. Right. It is something, that is something we have to be conscious of. The gut instinct to, when we see someone who is in need of help, advise them to lean on their faith or lean on the gods. And that's valid if it works for you, but it isn't going to work for everybody else. And recognizing what you need is going to be the best thing that you can do for yourself. I had a point, but I can't remember it. <clears throat> Give it a sec, it'll come back. <laughs> Listen to Millie chomp at the air because she's crabby. Oh no! She needs some self-care. She she doesn't need self-care. She needs me care. <laughs> Is that I do imagine Millie with a really deep voice. <laughs> Even though she's squeaky. Yeah, like a real, like, her internal monologue is, like, close to brown noise. <laughs> oh, you know what point I'm going to make now? What? Okay. This is a very important point for all of our lovely witch listeners. If you know that you are in need of self-reflection, self-care, and don't rely on your tarot cards to tell you how to take care of yourself, is my hot take. Oh my god. Please don't do that. Because while the cards are an incredible tool for self-reflection, if you are basing the entirety of your self-reflection on your card pulls, you are limiting the scope of your self-reflection. It is important to be able to do this yourself for yourself. If you need the cards to get jump-started, I get that, that's valid. I do it too when I'm having trouble like identifying what it is I'm feeling. They can only point you in a direction. So it's important to not rely on divination tools to make sense of what you need for yourself in terms of self-care. Yeah, that's a good point. I say as I'm shuffling cards. God. <laughs> hey, that's valid. I'm also, I've got a, um, I just saw it on my, my desk. It's a metal dice with uh, a skull on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it and it's great. Woo. I've got a dog. Oh, I wish I had a dog. You should have a dog. <laughs> it's self-care. I I was thinking about getting rats. I think I might. Do. I love rats. rats. Are cute. They're so good. Yeah, yeah. rats can also, do a lot for yeah you mental also, emotional health. They really are you valuable. Can train them. When I was mm. a child, I had a rat, and I actually sewed it a little harness, and we would go on walks together. That's <laughs> precious. That's super precious. <laughs> but I also used to put her on my shoulder. Her name was Sweetie. She was white, and it reminded me of sugar. So, um, I also used to put her on my shoulder, and we would go on bike rides together. She loved it. Oh. Um. So sweet. Yeah. But rats are really okay. good. They are. So we went through... Okay. I'm gonna try really hard to keep us on track. Because <clears throat> I need it for me. <laughs> We talked really quick about how it is entirely valid to step away from your practice if that is what you need for your mental health. Totally mm. fine, totally great. There might be times where you do need to lean in on your practice. 
because I have heard from a number of people that on low spoon days, it can help a lot to just exist in a world is literally even if it's just listening through someone else's ritual, which is totally valid, if that is the way that you conceptualize this best. Even if it's just lighting a candle and going, Freya, I feel like shit. Can you please just, like, body double me for a minute? Can you just hang out? Because I need <laughs> someone here. If that is what you need, that is also totally valid. That is something that I end up doing a lot. Because I'm one of those people that bonds really well with others in the being alone together where you're like doing nothing yeah. but you're with someone else that's one of like mm -hmm. quality oh, yeah. time love language is really important to me so it makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense for me to just light a candle and vibe yes you know what i'm gonna make a point self-care is actively recognizing and employing your love languages in your practice yeah okay <laughs> okay. I have no argument against that, you know. <laughs> no, I like that. I do too. I guess on this, I've got to stop saying I guess is an intro for stuff. <laughs> I guess um, I know that <laughs> for me, when I'm having um, like anxiety attacks or awful days at work, that just sitting at my altar, like lighting a candle or doing a ritual or an offering. Or it sounds menacing as heck, but sharpening my swords <laughs> is um, <laughs> is uh, is self care for me. <laughs> yeah, like, just like, like, being like I've had a bad day, and this needs to be sharp. A bad day. Yeah, just like it's a case of sharpening it and putting like a, an oil on it or wax or something um, is quite calming yeah. obviously repetitive motion right but, and um and also yeah as i said just like kind of sitting in a ritual space or invoking a deity um occasionally it's the valkyries uh, <laughs> when you're sharpening um, your swords <laughs> yeah exactly it's like <laughs> i've had a bad day <laughs> but yeah that's definitely leaning on my religion as a, as a pillar of support and alter itself mm -hmm. i find a very calming space so yeah right mm -hmm. but absolutely i know that i just said maybe don't rely on your tarot cards to uh to guide your introspection completely but i cannot deny that i am sitting here and using card shuffling as a repetitive mm -hmm. movement to keep myself focused Mm -hmm. And especially for witches, movement of cards can uh, can be used as kind of a cleansing tool to like shuffle through that stagnant energy. And I'm fully, fully in favor of when I'm having a bad time and I feel like I need to do something, but I don't want to like move or exist. One of the things I'll do is just shuffle all my cards, not draw, not pull, not read anything that pops out. Just go through one deck at a time and shuffle all my cards as this kind of symbolic movement of energy and it helps in a way that i can't describe i mean i recall correctly from um when i was originally first learning how to take care of my tarot cards um it's that like you know shuffling them every so often is good for them like it helps refresh them in a spiritual way or an energetic way yeah and especially if two cards are arguing then you get to separate them <laughs> <laughs> the neighbors getting stale like you get to make new friends. <laughs> Making yep. friends. This is fair. 
It is my UPG. That Millie, who's a Pomeranian and weighs like maybe 10 pounds, she is roughly the size of a cat and also does a lot of cat-like things. My UPG that Freya has accepted Millie as a cat. That's adorable. I was like, that's not a dog. Look at that thing. <laughs> this is a cat. She's a dog, but... I don't understand how you're a dog. Look at you. You're not a dog. Honorary cat. You are a Millie. Alright. Anyways, that, that tangent aside. Um I feel like we've covered everything. I think we have the No, uh another form of self care. Make sure you're sleeping enough. Yes, please sleep. Oh my god. And drink water. Yes. Hydration or... is key. The gods would want you to be hydrated. And having a nice hot shower is good for your sinuses. At times. This is true. Bathing is good for you. Yes, correct. And if you have, and throw back to like, what was it, episode one of, uh, or two about having a um, also in your shower. What? <laughs> totally valid. I don't remember this. Oh no, it's absolutely yeah. a thing I talked about because at that time I was using showers were a part of my devotions to Freya, and I would bring candles and incense to taste. I say force it, and I mean force it because I needed it to be. Totally valid. Shower altars. Try it. It might make showers less daunting if you're one of those people that really dreads it, like I do. An update. I have burritoed Millie. Mm -hmm. She is upset about it. Oh, baby. Oh, no. So if you guys listening want to, I would really love to hear how you guys incorporate self-care into your practice. This makes it a really fun way for you guys to share things because you guys are going to think of things that I didn't think of and I want to know what those things are so I can think of them in the future with that I guess we'll wrap it up mm -hmm. let's do it alright so please take care of yourselves friends the world is weird it is totally valid if you decide you need to step away from a practice, a deity your, your craft whatever that's totally cool and I support it also totally valid if you decide that the best path forward for you is to lean on your faith for support. I love that. I've done it. It works wonderfully if that is what you need. Until next time, we have a Discord server. It's really cool and also great. And you should join. It's free. There's a link somewhere in the description. We're also super cool. We made a Patreon because we got bullied into it by people who love and support us. We love and support you too. Thank you guys. Um something something like comment subscribe <laughs> we have a connection between the like subscribe and bell button <laughs> it's such a thing so good so good and remember keep heathenry weird Yay.